Hey everybody, welcome back to Elevated Office. This is Season 2, Episode 20, and today we're talking about Part 2 of tree rigging and things that I get asked about regularly on Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, you name it. And so today, um, you know, I kind of mentioned some sources in Episode 19, which is Part 1, about concepts where you can look for different um, techniques and and information because you want to make sure that you're complying with information that is accurate for the industry and especially if you're on a crew you want to make sure you're using the right things i'm an independent arborist i can get away quote unquote with a little bit more that being said i try to be responsible and as a sponsored climber i i have a um responsibility to you guys to to do that as well so um, today in this episode, we are going to talk about some lesser thought of or maybe not as promoted items, uh, pieces of equipment that I use. Um, this might be a two-parter as well. So even though this is part two, it might only be the first portion of the equipment that I use because I don't want it to go too long. So let's get into it. But first, let's talk about our sponsors. So for this week, um, like always, we have two continual sponsors, which I'm super stoked on. Uh, GapArborSupply.com is a sponsor of mine. And to be quite frank, if they weren't my sponsor, I'd still buy from them. Um, They reached out to me in the beginning because I gave them high praises based on my first experience with them. And not one bit has it changed. I, I love buying from Gap. Uh, the guys have a lot going on. They're they're growing like crazy, but yet they still make time for their customers, and that's really important. Kyle and Ray have experience um, in the industry, and they can relate to what you're asking as far as questions go. And they have regular uh, communication with their ambassadors, such as myself, uh, Zigzag Man, and they have a number of more that they all um, communicate with and we give them feedback on equipment, how we're using it, and it gives them a good perspective on how to answer questions you might have about equipment. So when you call in, you're talking to people who know the industry, not just customer service reps. Austin is doing a great job with making shipping happen and they really do go out of their way. So go check out GapArborSupply.com if you have any specific questions, you can reach out to them on via phone. Or if you're in the Pennsylvania area, Gap, Pennsylvania area, you can just stop by and talk to them directly. So super happy to have them on board with sponsorship. Also for Elevated Office, we have WeaverArborist.com. They are really working hard to make sure that products that have been longtime mainstays are being updated and relevant to modern climbers and i'm super happy to be a product analyst for them as well as an innovator we've got products in the works and we are trying to make new things happen that will be even more beneficial for the modern arborist so go check out weaverarborist.com you can buy weaver arborist products through gaparboristsupply.com and um, you'll find that Weaver Arborist also has CT climbing products, which are really good. I just got the CT Quick Step, and um, I also have a Haas Velix, which I really like both of those. So, yeah, that's where we're at with our sponsors. And now let's talk about a few products that I use or a few pieces of kit 
that I use that are super handy that may not be the um, Madonnas of tree rigging but are super super handy so one that is overlooked I think quite a bit but is often um, shown in videos and stuff just not really talked about are slings of the loop runner variety so we're talking about nylon and dyneema slings usually one inch in diameter or i should say one inch wide and whatever length you want them to be they can be as short as you know 18 inches up to 36 i've seen some rare ones longer than 36 inches those are super handy uh, you can double girth hitch them and use a carabiner which does not put your carabiner in an awkward side load position for branches and things for lowering of course they can also be used as a speed line kit so if you own a speed line kit pretty much the whole kit is an awesome rigging uh, attachment system uh, or an accessory to rigging I use these slings the loop runners not only for attaching branches that I'm removing uh, but I also use slings quite often for light rigging for false crotches. Uh, you can girth hitch them around a branch or a, a trunk. You can also basket them through a crotch and make them twice as strong. Um, and they're just lightweight, easy to use. Any pulley that will work with a carabiner it, it works fine. You can girth hitch uh, pulleys through the sling and then girth hitch the pulley through the sling around a branch um, it, they're just super super handy and they're easy to move and very quick you don't have to tie and untie and all that kind of stuff so um, yeah I think that the loop runner is one of my favorite things to do especially uh, for far extended light uh, tip and branch removal uh, and rigging and um, then they also double as redirect uh, crotches for you so yeah, I think that for me, that's one of the key factors I use in rigging, um, at least in the, you know, smaller-ish, medium to small wood diameter areas. In pinches, you can uh, girth hitch a sling to a sling, but do know that that can reduce the strength of the slings. So um, just work with it within the you know the the class or the weight limits that it has so keep that in mind um also another thing that i really like to use for uh rigging stuff which is another uh, false crotch setup is i really like just hanks of climb line um or rigging line that have gotten frayed somewhere nicked or whatever and you have a good section that you can cut out Maybe it's five foot long. You can tie a bowline, or if you don't care about it becoming a knife knot, you can tie an alpine butterfly in it. And then you can use cow hitches, timber hitches, you know, uh, whatever you want to attach it to a um, branch. And that can become a false crotch for a uh, rigging point for your, uh, you know, your, your blocks or pulleys or rings or, or whatever it is that you're using. Uh, you know, carabiners are always a good option, uh, just for light rigging, passing rope through that. Or, um, if you have old rigging rings, uh, you can use those like the steel or aluminum ones. Uh, not, I'm not specifically saying like the X ring style. I'm talking about the, you know, old school one and a half inch diameter ones. 
Uh, old bridge rings can be used. I use those sometimes as well. Uh, just whatever you can get your hands on, you basically can use and it works really well. Um, something else that I use quite a bit is uh, like the slick pin quickies. Um, I really like those devices. They are super handy um, when I'm doing repetitive rigging. The, the kilonewton factor of them is well within the range of most of my rigging gear. So often I will take a rigging line, tie off a terminal end, uh, not like a bowline, and then I will run a quickie through it. And then I will do my half hitch, and then I will do the termination at the top which becomes the bottom once it's uh, flopped over negative rigging scenarios uh, with the quickie. Just make sure that the pin head is on the inside and the nub with the uh, latches is on the outside because you don't want force pushing against the end with the latches. It can push those back through the wall of the quickie and uh, release your line. So you don't want to do that. But I, I use quickies for... Uh, Basic setups, it, it can be part of a false crotch setup for rigging devices. It can also be the terminal end, like I mentioned. I usually have two quickies on me. Um, I also use them, which is not for rigging, but I, I do use them uh, for terminating midline uh, basal anchors uh, sometimes. So there's a lot you can do with them, and they're super, super handy. I, I really do like those. Uh, it takes out the monotony of uh tying bowlands over and over and over again um especially in reverse orientation for negative rigging and um i, I just find it to be a, a lot more foolproof but you want to always work of course within the uh limits of your rigging gear and always remember that the weakest link in all of that is going to be your knot which has reduced the load weight of your um, break strength of your rope or working load limit of your rope down to about half. So uh, never forget that knots are what is often the most limiting factor. Uh, that, of course, being said that your anchor point for your crotch, your false crotch is, or your natural crotch is actually stronger than the half the weight limit of your rope, if that made any sense. Um, the strength of your rope. So yeah, um, so I've talked about the, the loop runners, I've talked about um, hanks of rope, and then of course I've talked about the quickies. Another thing that I use that's not quite a rigging device, um, but if you think about it, it's pretty close, is an adjustable friction saver. Um, I don't usually use it in a retrievable setup. What I'll often do is adjust the Prusik to an area that I want, and I'll tie a stopper knot um, just behind the, the uh, Prusik so it doesn't accidentally slide down. But another thing you can do is if you have enough tail, which often you will, um, because you're not going to want to use this for like super heavy rigging, just mild rigging and canopy tips and things like that, or the um, very top of a canopy on a spar or something. Um, you can just take the tail end and wrap it around on a better hat. Um, I'm sorry, a timber hitch style, uh, which won't allow the Prusik to slide anywhere. And it's also something you can use um, for setting up false crotches to maneuver into location and 
different things as well. So I really like that device. Um, it's just another option. It's not particularly better than the other things that I use. It's just another option in your repertoire of things. I usually always have an adjustable friction saver on me if I'm moving throughout a large canopy. And so if I already have it on me and I need to rig something, then there it is. And it's uh, super easy to, to use. It is a bit heavier because of the rings and things, um, the length of rope and the fact that rope is just heavier than a uh, loop runner. So loop runners are super handy because they're so lightweight. But if you only have one loop runner and you have an adjustable friction saver on you, then you can use the loop runner to make quick terminal um, connections to the piece being rigged out. And you can use the adjustable friction saver for the false crotch. So you can kind of see how it becomes um, specifically uh, beneficial under certain circumstances. And then we get into actual rigging gear that's a little bit more mechanical in orientation. Um, rope jack. I really like the rope jack. It has, they stayed an 800 pound uh, shearing factor where it will start to, the teeth of the cams will start to shred the outer sheath of rope. So keep that in mind. Do not ever use a leverage bar on the handle. If you can't pull the handle by hand, then you don't need to be forcing it to pull with a cheater bar. So, um, but you can do a lot with it. You can definitely lift up branches and things. Um, most commonly, the best way to use a rope jack is in conjunction with a porter app. So keep that in mind. It's a device that really is made to use in conjunction with a friction device of some sort um, for lowering and things like that. But super, super handy. I use it for pulling tops the direction that I want. I use it for lifting uh, branches that are far extended that I don't want to fall like with a um, balancing sling or a, a crow's foot or you know whatever and then um, it's it's really handy for also uh, just putting tension on trees that you're felling when you want them to fall in the right direction uh, you can also use it with uh, redirect pulleys to pull branches large long branches at a sideward motion versus just up and down and of course, you can always tip tie and lift the tips up to take out a whole lead or section um, from you know the ground with the uh, porter wrap or a uh, GRCS or a Stein um, winch pulley. Uh, so you know, definitely something beneficial there that you can use with the rope jack. I actually really like that device. It's a simple device to use. A little bit of a learning curve about how to get the, the cams off once it's under load. I It's really not that hard. You can do it pretty easily. So that's a, a good device to use. And then probably my next favorite is the um, rigging wrench. So the rigging wrench is definitely a rigging specific device they say it has a 250 pound limit to it um i think it can handle a little bit more than that you just have to work the rope a little bit more on the ground will running it over capacity kill the device faster maybe but it's super handy for rigging when i'm up in a tree and i just want to rig something out by myself or 
if I want my groundy to be focused on what I'm rigging and don't want them to worry about hockling the line because of the porter wrap, or if I want them to pull up and haul on something by hand, and I don't want them to fight the porter wrap after the haul because that can put static or that can put dynamic energy into the line because you have to haul on the front side of a porter wrap and then you have to let it go. And if it comes off while they're hauling on, it might be more than they can handle. So there's a stomach in the line or a slack area in the line that can really yard on the uh, pulley up in the tree. Uh, if you're using a pulley and a uh, friction device, but with the um, rigging wrench, it takes that out because it fluidly hauls on one side and it instantly goes into friction on the other side. Um Pulling slack on the climber side to tie off rigging terminations can be frustrating because it does put friction every time you pull on it on that back side of the device. But other than that, um, pulling the rope back up to the climber and all that is super handy. It's it's really good. I really like the rigging wrench. Um, and it's midline attachable, so you can move your rigging point multiple times fairly easily with it with no real problem. So, um, yeah, there's just a few devices that are maybe specifically or not specifically rigging oriented, but I find to be very useful in rigging. Um, and I like those devices quite a bit. Now, one quick thing to note on the, um, what is that thing called? The quick, you know, the slick pin quickie is that there are two options you can get. You can get the cast and you can get the milled. The difference between them, I want to say, is only like a kilonewton strength difference. So strength-wise, not so much of a big deal to me. Um, the milled one is a bit more precise in the milling process, so it has a more uniform shape to it. The cast one, not so much. The cast one is a bit more um, variable in the flare of it and things. It's always going to work at least I've never had one that didn't work with the pin, but it can be harder to get the, um, the quick releases on the pin to let go on some of them versus others having more slop on that side. The good thing about the, uh, quick pin slick, uh, the slick pin quickies is that I almost never, when I'm rigging small stuff and I'm using like half five eighths, you know, half or five eighths inch line, I almost never have to actually take the pin out. I can just leave the pin in the one side um, with the quick pin or quick catches fully engaged and put the line in and then close it. And so I don't have to worry about accidentally losing the, the slick pin. So um, yeah, it's just, those are a few things that I use that I like. Um, now, once again, these are just lesser common items that I use that I don't often see others or hear others talk about using, but there's a lot of other products and gear that I use in rigging that are rigging specific, right? So um, this is part one. Next time we'll talk over some of my favorite rigging devices that I use, uh, pulleys and things like that. So that'll be part three of the rigging conversation. And keep an eye out for that in episode 21. Once again, please don't forget if you need rigging gear or climbing gear, go check out gaparborsupply.com and also weaverarborist.com. They are really supporting Elevated Office Podcast and all of my Instagram channels and 
um, our feeds and YouTube and everything. So big shout out to them. And I hope you guys enjoyed the episode and I'll talk to you guys in the next one. Bye.